Welcome back to Are You a Fan, where we explore individual characters from your favorite sci-fi, action, and fantasy genres. A big thank you to Moonbound Productions for supporting today's episode. If you would like to express your support, please like and share the show. Here's your hosts, Dick Rail and Joker. Hello, folks. Welcome to another episode of Are You a Fan by Moonbound Productions. If you like the episode, give us a like, share, follow, and you know what? Enjoy. Joker, got a question for you in the audience. What's up? If you could take a serum that would grant you superpowers, would you? Honestly, I would. And kind of hope it doesn't go to my head. Because <laughs> ultimately, that's the question. Just going from a regular Joe Schmo to I can lift up a car. And who knows what else you get. What other powers you get. Because as we saw in the show, like it was a very vast uh, variety. And I'm not going to lie, I would too. Arguably, that being said, me and the Joker should never be allowed to have superpowers. <laughs> we also were willing to take the... Uh, the super enhancements from for halo oh true yeah and and those had pretty much a what was it like almost a 40 percent kill rate yeah so i mean of course we were gonna say yes to this exactly it's like like steroids minimal side effects and i get superpowers yes so that brings us into today's episode uh today we are covering billy the butcher from the comic book the boys and also the show but we're going in his comic origins, just, you know. But honestly, it really isn't any different than the show from the research I watched. Like, they're really no different. They, they basically just took the characters from the comics for the most part. And because his story really didn't seem to change. I will all. say the only difference I've noticed from the comic to the show is he's more sympath, like human. <laughs> like, he's, he's less, like, in the mm. comics, he is, like, far more... I also don't know if I'd say he's very human in the show either. I'd definitely say he's more <laughs> in comparison. But, folks, let, let uh, how about you be the deciding factor on this? So let's get into it. Real world. So the Butcher, Billy the Butcher, is a di- dynamite entertainment character created by writer Garth Enos and artist Derek Robertson. He first appeared in the series The Boys, issue number one, released in 2006. Arguably, probably our most recent character. Is well, it's not even arguably. It is the most recent character. Shit, you're right. everybody else, the closest has been the 90s. Fuck. And that was like the early 90s, like 91 to 93. So now this is the, the newest character we've ever talked about. Oh, he's a baby. Okay. Violent baby. So our gen <laughs> going into our Gen Z character. Joker, take it away on the next. So Enos describes the character. Uh Butcher desire Butcher's desire for revenge is what de- drives him to consume him or drives and consumes him one hundred percent. Robertson describing bringing to life Butcher's visual look as a dark, cruel smile of malicious intent. He should be he should look knowing like he can see right into us, know our fear. A glint in the eye, an amused look. Cause, and that all fits, especially knowing how the character is. and Oh, yeah. Just the way his personality type is. Like That uh, all fits very well. Character definitely uh, takes pleasure in what he does. And what he does isn't very uh, good. <laughs> well, it depends on which side of the coin you're on. Very true. The comics are actually very, uh, very gray in that regard. Which I appreciate as a reader. 
So uh, let's get into in-universe. That's kind of it for uh, out-of-universe. So let's do it. Uh, okay, so name is William J. Billy, a.k.a. The Butcher. Well, it is William J. Butcher. Nickname oh, is Billy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. That's why it's got the quote-unquote. Uh, <laughs> yep, okay, my bad. So William was the son of Samuel Butcher and Carol Atkins-Butcher. And the older brother of Leonard, also known as Lenny Butcher, raised in London on the East End. Which, knowing his key phrase, knowing he's from London, just makes so much more sense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so, well, well, if it ain't the invisible, come on. <laughs> so the Butcher children often would spend their nights listening to their father beat their mother over minor arguments of theirs. Uh, these beatings would lead Billy to resent his father and go, grow closer to his mother and her family. Because, you know, like every other comic character, that even being so new, they're still sticking to the trope. Gotta have a... I, I can't wait to the day where we see, like, I don't care if they're a villain or a good guy, but just some character who you meet their, like, whole living family, and they're all just decent people. I mean, on the bright side... He's doing better than most heroes and villains. His parents are still alive. When, True. When he starts his stuff. <laughs> True. Having both parents alive is, uh, wow, it's sad that that's like, it's like he's doing better than, than heck, even Superman. Pretty much everybody. Yeah. Okay. So because of his rough life at home, Billy started acting out in school. From getting into fights to calling teachers vulgar names, you know, like... like you, you know he called one of them a cunt. Oh, definitely. <laughs> After a... Okay, Mrs. Cunt. After a few years of this type of behavior, Samuel realized that Billy had taken after him and his lifestyle. Something Billy had tried hard to avoid. Well, apparently not that hard. But being a kid, that's understandable. <laughs> It also makes sense when that's what you're doing. It, it You're taking it directly from your father at that point. Exactly. It, that's it. You know, cycle of abuse. Yep. And he just kind of continued it. So one night, Billy would plan to kill his father, but got stopped by Lenny. As the two calmed down after the incident, Billy told Lenny he had planned to join the Royal Marines. Which, you know, probably, probably not the worst decision, you know. Get away from, uh, I mean, joining the military in any fashion gets you away from the family. Yep. Uh, it's an option, <laughs> I guess. So, inspired by his grandfather on his mother's side, Billy entered the Marines early enough that he was a participant in the 1982 Franklin's War. That is not Franklin at all. There's no R in that. Oh, oh <laughs> man. That's, I've, that's been, I've been reading that wrong for a while then. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, he was in the uh, Falkland, 1982 Falklands War, which I'm not going to lie, I know nothing of that. I, I've at least heard of Falkland, but that's about it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I guess not a lot to really elaborate on that one. At least not from us. Um, so it would be during a battle on Mount Kent that Butcher got his first taste of killing when he wiped out a small foxhole of Argentina troops after members of his, of his platoon were killed. I wish they elaborated on what he did. Same. Because I would have loved just to know how much he butchered. <laughs> how much he stuck to his name. Hey, <laughs> he said it. Roll credits. <laughs> that, w that would actually probably have been pretty, um, at least interesting to see. 
and that or hear about like and that honestly they probably go further into it in the comics problem is you know uh we're not we're poor people i can't afford to buy every Mm -hmm. comic that we research so not too long after that war ended butcher was kicked out of the royal marines following a bar fight he would then return to East End to visit his mother and brother and would get into another bar fight, resulting him in him getting two black eyes. So, yeah, you know, yeah. he's just he's just an angry dude just looking for an excuse. You know, at this point, if it wasn't for the fact they've already said he's from England, I'd think he was from Ireland. As many brawls as he's getting into bar fights. Yeah, no, not wrong. <laughs> like, dang, this guy loves to fight. Like, I almost like going into this. I'm shocked they didn't really like emphasize or show like like I would I would loved if they just like showed they was a big soccer fan, just a hooligan. Oh, he probably is. I don't doubt <laughs> it as much as he loves to fight. Uh, so the day after his most recent bar fight, Billy would meet a woman named Becky Saunders while riding a subway train. After Saunders made a remark that Butcher resembled a panda with his two black eyes, the two would strike up a conversation and continuing to talk over drinks after getting off the train. Yeah, that's a great way to meet somebody. Oh, yeah, you look like a, a panda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ballsy move, but uh, honestly, Butcher probably respected that. That's probably why they hit it off. Right? He's just like, she just says that to him. He just looks at her and like, I'll lock you. <laughs> <laughs> so a week later, the pair had lunch together where Becky listened to Billy explain his parents' abusive relationship. And Billy told her that she was the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. Following this lunch, the two officially became romantically involved. Dang, dude, Billy does not waste any time. <laughs> Kudos. I mean, I feel like part of that probably came from him being in war and realizing, you know, you really can't waste time. I mean, also, like, because I've seen the entire two see like two seasons, still want really want to read the comics, but he also just seems like having up, like he he's a very brass upfront, but somehow charismatic as all hell character. Now, the question is, is he really charismatic or is what we consider charismatic because he's like us? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really. You know, we're going to move right, all, right along, Joker. Uh, why, why don't you proceed? So, during a dinner later on with Billy, Becky, Lenny, and Carol, uh, Becky would encourage Carol to leave Sam for good, uh, where Carol would agree, and the four went to confront Samuel. After helping his mother get away from his father, and also almost fighting him in the process... <laughs> Billy would ask uh, Becky to marry him, and she would joyfully say yes, and their wedding would be held sometime later. So, Becky, like, honestly, I kind of love, like the character. She's a very uh, stick-with-it, like, sympathetic, awesome person, mostly because me, I ban- I abandon friends when they're just like, dude, like, I got this parking ticket. Could you, you know what? I'm out. <laughs> yep. Like, I, I'm a finicky person. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, kudos to her, though. And Oh, heck yeah. Also, Billy, I wouldn't have blamed him if he beat, beat the living hell out of his father. <laughs> I don't think most people would. Billy's life took a turn for the worse when his brother Lenny was killed by a bus in 1986. Well distraught over the loss of his brother, life for Billy continued and soon got a job in construction. Which... I mean, I could see that being very heart-wrenching because uh, from what I can tell of the show and from even things I've seen on the character in the comics, he is very close to his brother. It's the Boy, whole... yeah, we've already covered that yeah. he's close to his brother and his mom. Yeah, so, like, 
But at the same time, I also do think it is um, within character, like given what he's been through and even being through the war he's been through, he would have that mentality of like, okay, this is heart-wrenching, this is terrible, but I have a life that I have to live. Oh, and, and that's how most people are, just because, you know, everybody deals with that kind of trauma differently. Oh, very much His, so. because he's had that experience, just made it a little easier for him. Yeah. So, eventually, Billy and Becky would go on to a week's vacation to Miami, Florida. During the trip, the two would see the superhero team known as the Seven in the area. And I guess that from what, what research there was, I guess they had just, uh, I guess, saved the world again from what they were saying. Uh, probably from some fake threat that, 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 they, that the company who gives them powers is probably responsible for. Most likely. So, unbeknownst to Billy at the time, Becky was, trigger warning, raped by a member of the Seven just before they were to return home to London. Billy was under the assumption that he had done something wrong to her with him feeling like they were becoming distant from each other. Which, honestly, with Billy, that's probably not a bad guess. Well, but also knowing the typical way most people deal with that situation. Yeah. They do become very distanced most of the time from their loved ones and people they care about. So, oh, yeah. and like, I'm not putting any blame on her. Like it makes sense. Like what, why she's acting by also like see his logic and knowing who he is. I'm like, I'm like, ah, that, that oh, that's what I'm saying is the only issue with that logic is at the time he hasn't shown any reason to think he did anything wrong because he hasn't shown that he's been a bad, a partner to her. Yeah. And he, it makes sense that because she has been separating her from him, that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, like there's nothing shown that he's done anything wrong to her to think otherwise. To yeah. Think it's something that he did. Yeah. But I could just see as the character, him just being like, okay, I know I'm a bit of an asshole. What did I do? Let me think. <laughs> just more of that concept. Okay. I was like, the way you started that, you're ta- it sounded like you're talking like he was like his dad and was beating her. Oh, no, no, no. More of like <laughs> like just knowing him being a brass kind of an asshole guy. Just him sitting down one day and just being like, what did I do exactly? So basically, it's not even what did I do, it's what did I say. Yeah, like what have I been, have I said something? I know I'm an asshole, but like she would she would have told me if I said something, okay. right? See, that makes more sense than where you started. <laughs> That's more of what I'm going for okay. with that. Okay. So, three months after returning from Florida while the two were sleeping, Becky would be killed by a superpowered fetus when or when a superpowered fetus cut its way out of her body. Billy would immediately shoot a uh, shot out of bed and kill the infant with a desk lamp. Spawn Alien. kill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm also thinking like straight up <laughs> alien here. Oh yeah. Just fucking belly burster. <laughs> belly burster with spawn kill. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie. As soon as I saw that one going over the script, I'm like, I know exactly what joke's going right there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's one hell of a wake-up call, though. God, that'd be horrifying. <laughs> that would. I'm already a very skittish, easily startled person. I can only imagine how I would react. Well, actually, uh, probably in... you'd probably react very similar. I was about to say, let's kind of go into how I possibly would react <laughs> after after notifying the authorities. Billy was brought in for questioning by investigators who immediately knew superhuman activity was involved. 
When Billy attacked one of the investigators who wanted Billy to lie about the official story, he was then approached by a man named Greg Mallory, who gave Billy a secret diary written by Becky. You know, the thinking about the, the investigator that wanted him to lie about it is probably on the payroll of the company that has uh, the seven. Oh, definitely. Which, what uh, was it, uh, Vought? Vought, yep. So he's probably on Vought's payroll. Didn't want them to know about it. Or it didn't want it to be... Con- Connected to them somehow. Yep. Uh, also, I feel as though a lot of the authorities it, like ar- around in that probably are under Vaughn's payroll to an extent or like deep, deep government. Deep. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil, there's a lot of them. Um, so the uh, through the contents of the diary, Billy would discover here that uh, Homelander was responsible for raping Becky and that she purposely kept it a secret from Billy out of fear that his bloodthirsty nature would return, and he would die trying uh, to kill the superhero. Because, you know, that's knowing him, that is a logical thought process. Knowing he was already a very brutal person early on in his life. Yep. Um, and she's pro- she was not mistaken. Mallory explains to Butcher that he could teach Billy how to get his revenge on Homelander. Though it would be a long process that would take years to complete, Billy accepted Mallory's offer. As part of his training, Butcher's first mission involved him killing the super occupants of a large cabin in the woods. Using skills he picked up with the Royal Marines, Billy killed everyone inside the house with ease. And just like a little side note for anybody who's read the co- like who's seen the show and maybe not read the comics. I had, I did see some things like Billy, the butcher's one of the few people that even Homelander is afraid of. Oh like, yeah. I mean, he's brutal. He, he clearly shows he has no care for his own being. Yeah. Like, cause I mean, at this point he has no reason to exactly. He's lost everything. I mean, and those are the people you fear. Yep. And also just a lot like, even Homelander like may cross lines, but he sees the line. Billy, the yeah. line doesn't exist. <laughs> As we've seen in the show, even Homelander doesn't necessarily always see the line. I mean, I feel like he sees it, and that's the only reason he knows. Like, if I cross this, he may saw it eventually. Because no, they're leading up for most of the most of the show. He saw no line. There, feel, there was no line he was he wasn't willing to cross. I feel it was the second season when he started to see the line. That's what I'm saying. Though, yeah. At one point, no, even he didn't see a line. He was very similar, and he would just do it. Ah, fair. Once it got brought to his attention, then he started seeing a line. Fair. So, over the years, Billy and Mallory would recruit others to join their cause of, quote-unquote, keeping superheroes in check. Um, some of the members being Mother's Milk, the Frenchman, and the female. Uh, each member of this team, which Billy dubbed the boys, uh, was enhanced with Compound V, a serum that was responsible for giving some superheroes their powers. This original incarnation of the boys disbanded sometime around late 2001, early 2002. Also, a fun little side note on that is um, Billy actually tricked a few of them into taking the serum. I mean, it makes sense, because not everybody's going to be as willing to take it. Yeah. Which, you know, just shows the whole, like, eh. <laughs> I mean, it's like we saw earlier, you know, as the creator talked about it, like, his his whole purpose is he's consumed 100% by revenge. Oh, yeah. So he don't care. 
Some years later, Billy would be responsible for getting the boys back together. This time, adding a man named Huey Campbell, also Nick, which he would nickname Wee Huey, to the team, who himself had a loved one killed by a result of the soups, which didn't really go into Huey's story, so don't know if it happened the same way as in the show. I mean, most likely did. Yeah, it'd be, why not? Like, it'd, yeah. be, it'd be pointless to change that. And I feel that the nickname did not come from Billy, but from the Frenchman with the we Huey. Mm, I, I that had that. to be the Frenchman that gave him the nickname. If I remember correctly, <laughs> it was Huey who Billy full blown, like against his will, tricked him into taking the serum too. I believe it. Because if he's anything like he was in the TV show, he would have been very against that. Exactly. I mean, especially because if he's anything like in the show, he was very skittish and kind of a a lame nerd. <laughs> bit of a yeah, bit of a pussy. <laughs> so by this time, Billy had become more ruthless in his tactics. One example being his utilization of a modified version of Compound V to kill an entire warehouse of over 150 150 European beer based heroes at the time Dang. and all at once impressive <laughs> killtastic <laughs> well, that, that's uh kalakaplex or killionaire i don't know it, it was definitely whatever that tin was it's been so long <laughs> since i've reached that so but i also kind of want to know what he did to the compound v to kill 150 at once did he hear it like Paralyze it and like add something else to it, like a poison, or possibly even concentrate it to overdose them. Like, there's a lot of things that, like, hmm. it had to have been aerosoled or something put in the water to hit that many all at one time. Yeah, but the rest of it makes you really, makes you real curious. Really does. It's uh, Billy the Butcher is, if anything, um, like great at him at like utilization like oh yeah like the guy the, yeah the guy always has something up his sleeve so by this time billy would be uh, nope. <laughs> one blow butcher's revenge would really kick off after seven member uh after the seven member jack from jupiter killed butcher's pet dog terror no so here we're going into Jack Reach Jack Reach territory. Yeah. <laughs> you killed his dog. You screwed up. Which uh fun fact, um he had actually taught the dog to hump things to a point where he did have it hump the corpses of some of the heroes. <laughs> like the skulls. Skull fucking for everybody. Oh god, that is horrible. Yeah, that's a so actually in season two when he has it hump the little toy, that's a reference yeah. to the comics. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Which actually, if I'm being honest, I don't remember if the hero was actually even dead. I'm sure some of them probably were, some probably not. Oh yeah, no, but I remember it was like just an effed up thing where like I think one was alive and he's just like skull fuck it. <laughs> Having him do it to dead corpses isn't any better. Honestly, it's less. I think it's less worse doing it to a living person. As I mean, scary as that is, I disagree because you're dead. But it's a concept to be, uh, uh, I can't the word. No, sleeping with the dead. Oh, sleeping with the dead. Necrophilia. Thank you. I mean, the concept of that, it's already way beyond taboo. And then you're just adding on bestiality to it. I mean, I guess fair <laughs> that. I guess I just, I more have the mentality of like, I don't really care what happens to my corpse. <laughs> 
I'd rather be. I'd rather know that my corpse was humped by a dog than watch the dog coming at me and not be able to move. <laughs> if that that's kind of oh. where my thought process is, like kill me now. <laughs> so, enraged, he would blackmail Homelander with photos that supposedly showed him committing several atrocities, including cannibalism and rape. Which we already know he's already capable of one of the two. And he's to say he wouldn't cannibalize something. I mean, I'm not going to lie, with that kind of power, at a certain point, you just get bored. And I feel like you just <laughs> just start doing random things. I mean, while I agree with that, I'd like to think cannibalism wouldn't be one of your random things you would choose. I mean, not on purpose, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely have to be stuck on an island. I, I've, I've mentioned it before. I'm not above it. I definitely want different because that's survival. True. Survival and boredom are very different things. I feel like as an ADHD person, <laughs> that, that I don't know if that's a hundred. It, it is feels you, like it I'm is dying. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being a little shit. <laughs> okay, so this ultimately, this uh, attempt to blackmail ultimately backfired horribly. As Homelander didn't remember committing these atrocities and was slowly driven insane by them, which culminated in Homelander staging a coup and killing the president. All right, so we go from just rape and cannibalism to something so much worse. Yeah, arguably, he, he just straight up went injustice on that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That, that, that's kind of a huge leap. I was expecting at least, you know, maybe like killing a village or two before that. Yeah. I guess I should probably specify... I don't mean that this is actually worse than rape, but it was a very large leap of going from being accused of these to actually going committing this. Yeah, true. Especially when you don't like you see that and you're like that, like that seems like a huge like if you didn't even which uh, it, actually let's let's uh, carry on to explain why it's insane that he kind of went this way. Yeah, and that because it'll make more sense once we kind of go a little bit more in depth here. Yeah, and you and you tried to leave most of this next three paragraphs out really yeah oh. like you, you kind of stopped after him killing the president mobby so okay so when butcher finally confronts him in the white house homelander reveals that he has no memory of the events taken in the photo it is then that black noir came in and revealed his true identity as a clone of homelander and that he framed Homelander for several atrocities, including the rape of Becky Sanders, just to have an excuse to kill him. So it was actually Black Noir who is a, yeah, identical. Who has done pretty much everything. Yeah, which that's kind of why it is insane for Homelander to go from, like, being accused of, like, rape and cannibalism to being like, I don't remember any of this. I'm going to overthrow the world. Yeah, it made no sense. Like, But it was nice because, at least so far in the two seasons, they've really done nothing to explain Black Noir. So it was nice actually having some kind of an idea of who he is. Yep, which um, I've heard rumor that they're not going that route, which, you know, whatever. Which is fine, but it's still cool to have. And it's very possible he still could be a clone. They're just not using this part of his story. Because... Until they unmask him, there's nothing saying that. They, I mean, they kind of not... did. He's played by a black dude. Well, I don't remember them unmasking him. And they put the peanuts in his mouth. That's okay. how. Um, what's her name? Uh, the Wonder Woman one takes okay. him out. 
So yeah, that that's the only reason I'm like, ah, that'd be a weird. <laughs> that'd be in this. Well, political be the first time they've done it. Eh, in this political climate, I wouldn't go that route. Still, wouldn't be the first time that the comics and movies have drastically changed a color person's race. True, so, I just feel a little it's still too possible. Possible, I just feel as though they aren't gonna. Unfortunately, oh, probably not. It's just more of a. You can't use the in this climate on this argument. Maybe fair. <laughs> so after Black Noir, because after Black Noir killed Homelander, Butcher killed the severely injured clone by cracking open its skull with a crowbar, tearing out the brain. Yeah, he totally went uh, Joker here with a crowbar. Yeah, straight up. Also, <laughs> effing fucking kudos ripping out the brain. Like, straight up make sure that, like... That's when you tear it out, bash it up some more. Yep, just like get there, there's rid of no that. coming back. Um, so though he had avenged his wife, with uh, this did not mar- mark the end of Butcher's crusade, as his ultimate goal was to rid the planet of soups entirely. Yeah, Butcher was literally, which I kind of looked into it a little later. Eventually, he ends up betraying the entire the boys' crew, leaving himself as the only soup on the planet. Damn! Yeah, because since all of them took the compound V, they're yeah. officially all soups too. And I think I, I don't remember for sure, but I think he killed himself too to officially complete his mission. Jesus! Well, because like, and that's also where like I did notice very punishing with it. <laughs> I did notice a lot of stuff I'd seen on him from the comics versus in the show. Like that's why he didn't want the girl on the team was because she was soup, and it's also why like. Him willing to take the compound V and give his team the compound V in the comics to level the playing field. The version of him in the show, I can't see doing that as quickly I, as I he I could did. still see him doing it. I could see him doing it at a certain point, but as quickly as he was like, well, let's fucking do this. Well, we've already hit the point in... From what I've seen from the shows, by season two, he would have already done it. Yeah, would have, but like that, I I feel as though the character in the show is more humanized and more grounded than the comic one. I mean, yes, but not by much, not enough to where I can't see him doing it. True, like like I'm not I saying you're like, giving I him more credit than he deserves. I can't see, <laughs> like I can see him doing it. I just I feel as though he's more likable in the live action than the comic. He's more redeemably likable. I feel. I mean, not. I mean, yes. Then the comic, yes, but still, his character is enough to where there's nothing stopping him from taking the compound and making his team take it too. I just feel as though he hasn't been pushed. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go into powers and abilities. So superhuman. Uh, so being having compound V, he has superhuman strength. Butcher's physical strength was augmented by the Compound V. This allows Billy the ability to casually injure and kill normal humans and soups. Also, he has superhuman durability. Comes, I feel, with the territory. Expert hand-to-hand combatant. Butcher is an extremely skilled fighter. He is very strong in combat, physically and mentally. He is an expert at manipulation, so... Gifted intelligence, Butcher has been described by Homelander as very smart. He has impressive tactical knowledge, able to place bugs and send uh, untraceable messages with ease. Which, in a world with this kind of tech and superheroes, quite impressive. That's extremely impressive. He also has an indomitable will. 
Butcher is extremely determined man, never giving up on his mission to keep the seven and all soups in line. He repeatedly stood up against extremely powerful beings like Homelander. He's also an expert marksman, expert leader, expert in deception, as I have already said, and manipulation, and he's also quite the intimidating force. (laughs) Well, when you walk around with a crowbar. (laughs) Yeah, right? So, also, weaknesses is short-tempered, and uh, they they did even preface this, um, not really... They, they, they preface it on the website, it's not a weakness, but I feel as though it kind of is. Uh, he has um, had, had suicidal tendencies. That's his death. I mean, it's all your normal human weaknesses. Exactly. Just all, like, a lot of internal mental stuff. Yep. And now equipment. I'm going to actually let you take this. So, he has a Breda 92FS Enox, which I'm assuming is a type of pistol. Yeah, I'm... I have I'm, no idea what that is. I'm assuming, too. I know the next one is a Serbu BFG-50A, which is a semi-automatic 50 caliber sniper rifle. It's kind of wild when you take this, I figured. The weapon that is, if I remember correctly, is not an anti-personnel weapon like most snipers. It's an anti-material rifle. Because you don't shoot the people, you shoot the wall that you just kind of hit the people behind it. <laughs> I mean, when you're dealing with Superman level threats. Oh, I'd be using an anti-material rifle too. Oh, yeah. And then, as we've uh, talked about a few times, he is commonly shown in the comics wielding a crowbar. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, he, he had to have been a fan of the Joker. <laughs> Definitely. And honestly, uh, that's actually why I let you take this. I'm like, I feel as though Joker knows more about... Um, at least sniper rifles from the games we've played than I do. So I'm like, I don't know any of these num- numbers. BFG, big fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as far as media appearances, I think we all... Literally all it is is the comics and the show. Yep. Though I guess there was a short film that was made that was supposed to show between, I think it was season one and two. Oh, what? I don't remember much about what I read on it, but I don't remember if it was a long thing or if it was actually made or what. That would have been cool. Aw. <laughs> oh, um, that's it. Uh, Joker, you a fan? Oh, definitely. I always love seeing, quote unquote, ordinary humans take taking on soups. Same. I'm a fan because the guy's just crazy and I, I love a crazy character. For anyone that's still listening, if you got something out of this, enjoyed the episode, or even liked the character before from a movie, comic, cartoon, hell, even that t-shirt that you saw one time, you're a fan too. If you want to jump on this train, why not subscribe and share with a friend? Dick Rail out. Y'all keep riding them rails.